When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, Cappy, I know you're a big golf fan, so this will be some very useful info for you. But USGA announced this morning that tickets for the upcoming U.S. Open at the Los Angeles Country Club are going to go on sale next week. Monday, November 28th, which is one week from today, tickets will go on sale at 9 a.m. at usopen.com. The, this sale, in particular, will also include gallery tickets as well as upgraded ticket packages to the practice rounds in addition to Thursday through Sunday championship rounds. There's a limit of two tickets per day per purchase. And the USGA notes that the event is expected to sell out, so if you're interested in attending, you are being strongly encouraged to participate in this sale. They sent me a letter or an email and an email, a letter and an email, uh, about going to the event like a... Like, as a media member. Oh, yeah, you should. We should do it. Let's um, broadcast from there. Yeah, I, I would love to, actually. What's the date on that? Well, the 123rd U.S. Open takes place June 15th through the 18th at right. Los Angeles Country Club. That well, might be the challenge deal. for me because it's also during the NBA Finals. Yeah. So that, that's that. probably why I don't know if I can actually make it happen. That's a big deal, though. Getting the U.S. Open, you know, you talk about the Olympics eventually coming to L.A. Last year, the Super Bowl was in L.A. You talk about like big sporting events. The Breeders' Cup has been to Santa Anita several times and is part of the rotation. But the U.S. Open of golf, if you can get into the rotation of U.S. Open, and I don't mean particular golf course, I mean city, it's a great thing to come to town. I don't know if you've ever been to one, George, but uh, U.S. Open, I prefer to sit. I like golf at home. I like golf on television. But to have the U.S. Open in your town, it's a great thing. Morales has updated us in the group mm. chat saying, we will most likely be broadcasting at U.S. Open, but we'll have to see if Cappy is allowed at LACC. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I feel like, well, isn't it on ESPN now? Didn't we get the U.S. Open? I, feel, I, I do believe we I have. I like it is, because it was on Fox, and then it was a disaster, so then ESPN got it, and everyone was like, oh, so much better now. Now, when Chris says we'll have to see if Cappy's allowed it at the L.A. Country Club, does he mean because I may not be allowed like out of a certain radius? You know, like I'm I'm on a leash. I think. Or does he mean like you know, behavior guys wise, like maybe. guys like me are not really. I think you know, that's what he meant. I could be really? wrong, but I'm sure he will be correcting us if I am wrong. You think so? Behavior wise. Yeah, like like oh man, like. You're like Rodney Dangerfield, basically. Yeah. You're kind of like John, the John Daly. Maybe? Speaking of which, I, I have think a, this club is restricted, Wang. So don't tell me you're Jewish. Okay, fine. By the way, I have a big gopher problem. Speaking of. Uh, of Caddyshack. I understand that Huge problem. Huge gopher problem right now. Been there. I've got gophers, I've skunks. I got I got a whole wildlife thing going on here. I asked a uh, zoologist friend of mine. I'm like, yo, you got any like remedies for like a like a gopher <laughs> you a situation? Guy. You've, got a zoo- guy. You, you've got a zoologist. Zoologist that's great. guy. Yeah, that's that's something I don't have. That's I don't have that plug. in my repertoire. Yeah. That's a good plug. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't have a zoologist so, and he guy. said to me, if I knew that, I'd be a billionaire. I wouldn't be a zoologist anymore. Mm. I just go to the pest control guy. I don't go to the zoology guy. Yeah, but the pest control guy is going to, like, I've already done that. They charged me 300 bucks, and they were only gone for like a few months, and they came back. You ever see what they do to try and get gophers? The, the yeah, pest it's not, control guys? not great. Dude, they take the, 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 like, poison, the gas, and they stick it down the hole. I mean, it's really, truly that's, like a scene out like of Caddyshack. That's inhumane, you know? Or, or they go and they just put the trap. Yeah. Oh. My, my mom had them, and the she used peppermint, and she said that 
the the deer and the gopher stayed away after she like sprayed with peppermint. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. That's what she I said, think... and she said hot sauce works too. She, she said that hot sauce definitely works with the deer. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, a bad idea. Yeah, but a big gopher problem right now in our neighborhood. So well, the whole neighborhood. It's not just your house. It's no, the whole it's hood. not just our our house. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they burrow under the houses and they just they they create their own little freeways basically. Well, underneath, you better take some peppermint and throw it down there. Yeah, we're going to have to figure something out. I once thought that I had a gopher problem, but it turned out that the lawn company was just aerating my lawn. Mm. So I didn't know, and I felt really stupid when I called. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, Cappy, do you want to know what uh, what uh, O'Shea said? Now, I will preface this. Now, he didn't say this. I will preface this by saying it was said as like in like a term of endearment. Like it oh. wasn't oh. – it was – Mock- mockery, but yet not in like a mean way, just like a loving like sort of way. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The setup was, is that you said, uh, O'Shea has said something to me off air, but it had well, nothing we, to do with- We were with- laughing, right? Mm-hmm. When we right. when the mics opened. Right. And and then they, they looked at me like, what are you laughing at? And I said, well, I just, we're laughing because um, O'Shea said something on the air or off the air about someone here- but not anyone in these rooms today. Mm-hmm. Right. That's me. I'm the guy in the other room. Well, it could have been, like, honestly, anyone else. could have been Travis or Sliwa, but it was about you. Okay. And he said, I just want to make sure I'm reading this properly. He said, I call him the untitled document, the whitest man I know, L-M-A-F-A-O. I'm the whitest man he knows? Yes. <laughs> he should meet some other white guys I know. <laughs> hey, O'Shea. Let me introduce you to some really white guys. If you think I'm white, I'm, yeah. I'm the farthest from white there is. Seriously. I'll introduce you to some white guys. Those are the whitest dudes you'll ever meet. Not me. I'm cool, man. I'm just some old white guy. Don't do that to me. Come on. Do better. See that? See the way I threw in do better? Yeah. That's like my new thing. Now. But I said he said it in an endearing way, and now you're oh. being offended. Oh, no, no. I'm not offended. I, just well, I mean, you know. threw in a do better. I feel like oh. that is the key cog oh. of being offended. Do better is... Th- no, I just want to introduce O'Shea to some really white guys. Just be like, yo, O'Shea. I mean, O'Shea's an actor. You don't think he's met a lot of white guys? No, he says I'm the whitest guy. I mean, you know, not only I'm that white. Do you? If the lack of melanin fits. Yeah, oh, I feel man. like it's not something where he's like saying it to be mean. It's just like that that's who right. you Right, he said it laughing. Like he was literally like kicking back, kicking his head back, like laughing in like a fun way. And he's not wrong, you know. I mean, he's not. Eh, no. It's fine. We, it's why it's what makes you appeal, appealing and endearing to us. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I we, thought I was I thought I was much cooler than just, you know, your average 50-something-year-old white guy. I mean, you could be cooler and still be what you are. Mm. The whitest, though? I mean, that he's ever met. I don't know. You're not the whitest person I've ever met. Hmm. So, you know, what do you want me to tell you? I can't answer for the man. I'm just reading his texts. O'Shea, I'm going to tell you, man. I'm going to introduce you to some really, some really white dudes. Okay. Like, these guys are white AF. I, I always want to <laughs> chime in and say, I think that John Ireland is whiter than you. By the way, f- oh, no question. That's actually a good point. Has he uh, ever met? Has O'Shea ever met John Ireland? Yeah, yeah. Well, then how can I be the whitest? No, there's something about... You know what? It's probably a Lakers thing. He loves the Lakers. Yeah. So he may just look past that. in the league. Right. He may look past that on Ireland because he loves the Lakers. By the way, Funchess also just uh, put in our group chat. I'm sure you just saw it now, Cappy. Quote the untitled document with three crying laughing emojis. (laughs) Untitled document. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny line. It is a funny line. I wish I knew what it meant, but it's funny. Well, untitled document is white. 
What do you mean? When you use like the word a piece of paper. On when you go yeah, when you when you like when you open up your computer and you click on like the word Microsoft Word. Yeah. It says untitled document. It's just right. a blank white paper in front of your screen. Oh my god, I would never have gotten that. Never. <laughs> you know why? Cuz I'm so cool and I'm so not just the the, the most whitest white dude. <laughs> Now, really white guys got that reference, but those of us that are not really that white, we don't even get stuff like that because we're too cool to get that I, I, untitled I, document. On the contrary, I feel like that's the opposite, Cap. <laughs> untitled document's funny. It is funny. That's funny AF. Now that you got it, you think it's funny. Oh, Shay, that's funny, dog. For real. Yeah. Did you throw in a dog so you wouldn't be as white? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just we're all on the same page here, okay, dog? <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. Oh, that's funny. Um, you know what's not funny? This poor Matt Stafford, man. Like, they just need to not... I mean, he may not play at all this season the rest of the way anyway, but you just, you just can't Matt, play him anymore. Wait, wait, George. Matthew Stafford, you say you can't play him anymore this year, right? He was in concussion protocol, yeah. comes back, gets hurt again, Yeah. Um, and you know, from I really, I must admit, I was not watching the game intently yesterday because I find it to be kind of a little boring at this point. And you were out with Rachel, probably. Well, that's true. But I was yeah. watching the Broncos and the Raiders, right. which I find good compelling. Game. It was a good game, even though they're two bad teams with two coaches that are you know on the very hottest of hot seats. Yeah. Even though I don't think Josh McDaniels is going anywhere. Nathaniel Hackett might only last the season. That I could, told that you could that happen. after week two, and you thought I was crazy. Well, no, no. The, the reason I think that it's possible is because when you get new owners and they didn't hire this coach and they're ultra wealthy, they'll be like, why are we going to sit here and wait it out just because we're paying this guy a couple million bucks? A couple million bucks to us doesn't mean anything. But did you think I was being like hyperbolic when I said he's the worst head coach I've ever seen in a football game? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I did. I thought you were being hyperbolic. Yeah. 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 I, I wasn't. I'm, I, you know, I'm telling you that I have never seen, dude. When I did the Denver Broncos Texans game, week two, it was their home opener. They were booing them at the end of the first quarter. They were only like down like three. Well, they're bad. They're really bad. And uh, it doesn't help when you have a running back who fumbles the ball going well, they, in. They cut him already, so, right? But yeah. I mean, this guy has how he many fumbles times? all the time, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, I think if you're Melvin Gordon and you're now out on the streets looking for a job, you got to find the right team. It's like you know what we really need right now. Tell me, what do we need? We need the kind of running back that fumbles a lot right on the goal line going in. Do we do we have an available guy like that? Oh, Melvin Gordon's available. I don't That's want, the guy. I, you know, I, I'm a big uh, believer that fumbles. Now, a lot of it is bad luck, right? But sometimes it could also be a little mental, like you're holding it a certain way, like you're almost thinking too much about the way you're holding it. Um, even though I do feel the majority of it is bad luck, because he was he was a hell of a running back in college, and I don't re- recall him at Wisconsin having fumbling issues. I don't remember. And they were on either. national TV almost every week. I don't remember his Wisconsin career, like whether or not he had a big fumble problem. Guys had a case of fumbleitis since the day he walked into the NFL. By the way. Do you remember that car chase we did a couple weeks ago where the guy stole the um, the pickup truck yeah. with the um, the ramientas? The tools. The, yeah. the tools, yes, I called them in Spanish, the ramientas. Right. Um, I was translating. Yeah. The uh, the family yeah. um, raised did a GoFundMe right. because the car is like, you know, obviously trashed. Business. Yeah, it's yeah. trashed, and it's mm-hmm. the whole business, mm-hmm. and they've lost out on business. They've raised, this is why sometimes people are good. I'm watching mm-hmm. it right on, on the news right now. Go ahead. They've raised $100,000 for that family mm. to replace the vehicle and for all the lost wages. Yeah, and the tools that they got to replace right. and everything else. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that an cool. awesome story. 
That is great. That I'll is an extra what you need to know. I'll tell you what's not. I'll tell you what's not a great story though. Yeah, is back to the Rams for a second. Yeah, this Matthew Stafford thing. I, I really believe George is going to become a big issue for the Rams. And here's what I mean. Here's what you mean. Matthew Stafford, his new contract. He got an extension from the Rams. Yes, he did. It's a four-year extension There's, with $135 million right. guaranteed. And they can't get out, really, until 2025. Okay, so now we're in 2022. Correct. And the next three years, Matthew Stafford's going to go, I think it's 35, 36, 37-plus years old. Yeah. That's if I have his age right, and I'm almost sure that I do. Yeah. And here's a guy who's getting hurt every week now, concussed, which doesn't bode well for a guy in his mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. And I really think that the Rams rewarded Matthew Stafford for the amazing year he had yeah. and for the Super Bowl win. Right. But they weren't projecting forward. They were paying for what they'd already received. Right. And I think that the Rams, who are probably going to have to look for a major rebuild, could have really worked they could have worked themselves into a corner with what I think today looks like a bad deal for Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think that's possible. Um I believe that in sports, you have to pay for future performance, not past performance. And they paid for that past performance. The guy he was in Detroit, statistically, the guy he was last year playing through pain and getting them to the Super Bowl. And that's generally not the way you can do business in any sport, let alone football of all sports. Right. If you wanted to reward Kobe Bryant because of what he meant to the organization, that was one thing. If you wanted to reward Derek Jeter for what he meant to the Yankees, I understand that. But to reward Matthew Stafford for the one year that he had and not project into the future how he's going to get older and deal with injuries and so on, all I'm trying to say to you is, George, it is highly likely that the Rams are going to have to rebuild and it's going to take time. They're not likely just going to reload and be back in Super Bowl hunt next year. Not not looking like they are right now. Well, I don't know their cap situation intimately, so I don't know what that is like and what they can restructure and what they can move around and do all that stuff because there's also that... In the NFL, you can do that stuff fairly easily as opposed to the other sports. That is the one advantage you have in the NFL. But if you have a quarterback who's in his mid-30s, oh, no, I get who's it. now having a lot of problems staying healthy. But but, but the offensive line's health... Um, plays its role. Yeah, I, I think that part of it... I mean, you got, what, four, three, four guys on injured reserve on the offensive line? You know? The offensive line plays a role. Yeah. Obviously, the injuries in the wide receiving core plays a role. Yeah. But... But All I'm saying is he's going to be getting older. It is a valid point, no question about it, and I do believe that it 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 is something to keep an eye on. I don't think there's no there's any question. I don't know if I'm. Are you saying like it's over? Like that's it? Goodbye? They're done? I'm saying, well, first of all, this season right here, we all well, know no, we know over. that. But we I'm saying like over. next year is over too. You're saying? I'm saying that um, they're going to be going from probably being a last place team. From Super Bowl to last place and out of the playoffs, and then the following year, what are we going to do? List them as like the the odds on favorite to win because no. their offensive line is going to get healthy. No, but I'm just saying, like, are they like? I mean, in the NFL, the one thing you have is you can turn it around fairly quickly. We've seen teams go from worst to first all the time. That is absolutely true. But when you have a quarterback who's now getting up there in age, I get that, and and you're stuck in this but if massive you can, contract, if you can protect him. And you can run the actual football. Like, what I think their problem is, they've got the wrong offensive linemen, even when they were healthy. That, to me, is a much bigger indicator of what they're capable of doing um, than what the quarterback is capable of if he's upright. 
And by the way, we're only talking about the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the Rams' defense, for as great as it has been in the last few years, uh, watching them yesterday against New Orleans, Chris Olave is a rookie. He's a really good player, and he was a really good player at Ohio State, but he's a rookie. And a guy like Jalen Ramsey, who gets really upset when the defense has to go back out on the field when they've already thought they've done their job, gets burned for two touchdowns yesterday. Their defense doesn't look so great either. No, I mean, Aaron no. Donald is, well, is still I, I, like putting I think, pressure, but I, yeah. he's not getting there as much. I, I think a lot of that is just also like just wear and tear, and that defense is worn down. You know, like they had a good stretch for a few weeks, kind of like most recently, but yeah, they're just beat up at this point. Like they're out there all the time. <laughs> you know, like that's that's as big a problem as anything. I got to say, man, I, I put more time into the Raiders Broncos yesterday than I did into the Rams Saints. Yeah. And I was really disappointed. I, I thought the Rams could go down there and win that game. And then I watched it and I'm like, who are who who are these guys? Yeah, I mean, where did Tutu Atwell come back from? Uh, thank God, because if not, that game would have been even uh, more lopsided. I don't even know he was still on the team. Yeah, well, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, you mentioned the Raiders. Now you wrote in our <laughs> show doc, yeah. the Raiders are back. Oh, with, they're back, baby. Three, they are back. Three ex- exclamation points. Raiders are back. Okay, I'm curious to hear how they're back. Let's they're discuss back. that next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, Cappy, I know you're a big golf fan, so this will be some very useful info for you. But USGA announced this morning that tickets for the upcoming U.S. Open at the Los Angeles Country Club are going to go on sale next week. Monday, November 28th, which is one week from today, tickets will go on sale at 9 a.m. at usopen.com. The, this sale, in particular, will also include gallery tickets as well as upgraded ticket packages to the practice rounds in addition to Thursday through Sunday championship rounds. There's a limit of two tickets per day per purchase. And the USGA notes that the event is expected to sell out, so if you're interested in attending, you are being strongly encouraged to participate in this sale. They sent me a letter or an email and an email, a letter and an email, uh, about going to the event like a... Like, as a media member. Oh, yeah, you should. We should do it. Let's um, broadcast from there. Yeah, I, I would love to, actually. What's the date on that? Well, the 123rd U.S. Open takes place June 15th through the 18th at right. Los Angeles Country Club. That well, might be the challenge deal. for me because it's also during the NBA Finals. Yeah. So that, that's that. probably why I don't know if I can actually make it happen. That's a big deal, though. Getting the U.S. Open, you know, you talk about the Olympics eventually coming to L.A. Last year, the Super Bowl was in L.A. 
Talk about like big sporting events. The Breeders' Cup has been to Santa Anita several times and is part of the rotation. But the U.S. Open of golf, if you can get into the rotation of U.S. Open, and I don't mean particular golf course, I mean city, it's a great thing to come to town. I don't know if you've ever been to one, George, but uh, U.S. Open, I prefer to sit. I like golf at home. I like golf on television. But to have the U.S. Open in your town, it's a great thing. Morales has updated us in the group Mm. chat saying, we will most likely be broadcasting at U.S. Open, but we'll have to see if Cappy is allowed at LACC. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I feel like, well, isn't it on ESPN now? Didn't we get the U.S. Open? I, feel, I, I do believe we I have. Like it is, because it was on Fox, and then it was a disaster, so then ESPN got it, and everyone was like, oh, so much better now. Now, when Chris says we'll have to see if Cappy's allowed it at the L.A. Country Club, does he mean because I may not be allowed, like, out of a certain radius? You know, like I'm, I'm on a leash. I think. Or does he mean like, you know, behavior guys like maybe. guys like me are not really. I think you know, that's what he meant. I could be really? wrong, but I'm sure he will be correcting us if I am wrong. You think so? Behavior wise. Yeah. Like, like, oh, man, like. You're like Rodney Dangerfield. Basically. Yeah. You're kind of like John, the John Daly. Maybe? Speaking of which, I, I have think a, this club is restricted. Wang, so don't tell me you're Jewish. OK, fine. By the way, I have a big gopher problem. Speaking of. Uh, of Caddyshack. I understand that Huge problem. Huge gopher problem right now. Been there. I've got gophers, I've skunks. I got I got a whole wildlife thing going on here. I asked a uh, zoologist friend of mine. I'm like, yo, you got any like remedies for like a like a gopher <laughs> you a situation? Guy. You've, got a zo- guy. You, you've got a zoologist. Zoologist that's great. guy. Yeah, that's that's something I don't have. That's I don't have that plug. in my repertoire. Yeah. That's a good plug. Yeah. I don't um, have a zoologist so, and he guy. said to me, if I knew that, I'd be a billionaire. I wouldn't be a zoologist anymore. Mm. I just go to the pest control guy. I don't go to the zoology guy. Yeah, but the pest control guy is going to, like, I've already done that. They charged me 300 bucks, and they were only gone for like a few months, and they came back. You ever see what they do to try and get gophers, the, the yeah, pest it's not, control guys? Yeah, not great. Dude, they take the, 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 like, poison, the gas, and they stick it down the hole. I mean, it's really, truly that's, like a scene out like of Caddyshack. That's you know? Or, or they go and they just put the trap. Yeah. Oh. My, my mom had them, the and water. she used peppermint, and she said that, the the deer and the gophers stayed away after she like sprayed with peppermint. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. That's what she I said, mean, and she said hot sauce works too. She she said that hot sauce definitely works with the deer. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, a bad idea. Yeah, but big gopher problem right now in our neighborhood. So well, the whole neighborhood. It's not just your house. It's the no, whole it's hood. not just our our house. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they burrow under the houses and they just they they create their own little freeways basically. Well, underneath, you better take some peppermint and throw it down there. Yeah, we're going to have to figure something out. I once thought that I had a gopher problem, but it turned out that the lawn company was just aerating my lawn. Mm. So I didn't know, and I felt really stupid when I called. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, Cappy, do you want to know what uh, what uh, O'Shea said? Now, I will preface this. Now, he didn't say this. I will preface this by saying it was said as like in like a term of endearment. Like it oh. wasn't oh. – it was – Mock- mockery, but yet not in like a mean way, just like a loving like sort of way. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The setup was is that you said uh, O'Shea has said something to me off air, but it had well, nothing we, to do. We were with- laughing, right? Mm-hmm. When we right. when the mics opened, right? And and then they they looked at me like, "What are you laughing at?" And I said, "Well, I just, we're laughing because um, O'Shea said something on the air or off the air about someone here." but not anyone in these rooms today. Mm-hmm. Right. That's me. I'm the guy in the other room. Well, it could have been, like, honestly, anyone else. could have been Travis or Sliwa, but it was about you. Okay. And he said, I just want to make sure I'm reading this properly. He said, I call him the untitled document, the whitest man I know, L-M-A-F-A-O. I'm the whitest man he knows? Yes. <laughs> he should meet some other white guys I know. <laughs> 
Hey, O'Shea, let me introduce you to some really white guys. If you think I'm white, I'm, yeah. I'm the farthest from white there is. Seriously, I'll introduce you to some white guys. Those are the whitest dudes you'll ever meet. Not me. I'm cool, man. I'm just some old white guy. Don't do that to me. Come on. Do better. See that? See the way I threw in do better? Yeah. That's like my new thing. Now. But I said he said it in an endearing way, and now you're oh. being offended. Oh, no, no. I'm not offended. I just well, I mean, you know. threw in a do better. I feel like oh. that is the key cog oh. of being offended. Do better is... Th- no, I just want to introduce O'Shea to some really white guys. Just be like, yo, O'Shea. I mean, O'Shea's an actor. You don't think he's met a lot of white guys? No, he says I'm the whitest guy. I mean, you know, not only I'm that white. Do you? If the lack of melanin fits... Yeah, oh, I feel man. like it's not something where he's like saying it to be mean. It's just like that that's who right. He said it laughing. Like he was literally like kicking back, kicking his head back, like laughing in like a fun way. And he's not wrong, you know? I mean he's not? Eh, no. It's fine. We, it's why it's what makes you appeal appealing and endearing to us. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I we, thought I was I thought it was much cooler than just, you know, your average fifty something year old white guy. I mean, you could be cooler and still be what you are. Mm. The whitest, though? I mean, that he's ever met. I don't know. You're not the whitest person I've ever met. Hmm. So, you know, what do you want me to tell you? I can't answer for the man. I'm just reading his texts. Oh, Shay, I'm going to tell you, man. I'm going to introduce you to some really, some really white dudes. Okay. Like, these guys are white AF. I, I always want to <laughs> chime in and say, I think that John Ireland is whiter than you. By the way, f- oh, no question. That's actually a good point. Has he uh, ever met? Has O'Shea ever met John Ireland? Yeah, yeah. Well, then how can I be the whitest? Oh, there's something about... You know what? It's probably a Lakers thing. He loves the Lakers. Yeah. So he may just look past that. in the league. Right. He may look past that on Ireland because he loves the Lakers. By the way, Funchess also just uh, put in our group chat. I'm sure you just saw it now, Cappy. Quote the untitled document with three crying laughing emojis. (laughs) Untitled document. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny line. It is a funny line. I wish I knew what it meant, but it's funny. Well, untitled document is white. What do you mean? When you use like the word, a piece of paper. On when you go, yeah. When you when you like when you open up your computer and you click on like the word Microsoft Word. Yeah. It says untitled document. It's just right. a blank white paper in front of your screen. Oh my god! I would never have gotten that. Never. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm so cool, and I'm so not just the the, the most whitest white dude. <laughs> now, really, white guys got that reference, but those of us that are not really that white, we don't even get stuff like that because we're too cool to get that. I Untitled com- document. On the contrary, I feel like that's the opposite, Cap. <laughs> Untitled document's funny. It is funny. That's funny AF. Now that you got it, you think it's funny. O'Shea, that's funny, dog. For real. Yeah. Did you throw in a dog so you wouldn't be as white? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just we're all on the same page here, okay, dog? <laughs> Oh, man. It's so funny. Oh, it's funny. Um, you know what's not funny? This poor Matt Stafford, man. Like, they just need to not. I mean, he may not play at all this season the rest of the way anyway, but you just, you just can't play him anymore. Wait, wait, George. Matthew Stafford, you say you can't play him anymore this year, right? He was in concussion protocol, yeah. comes back, gets hurt again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from I really, I must admit, I was not watching the game intently yesterday because... I find it to be kind of a little boring at this point. And you were out with Rachel, probably. Well, that's true, but I was yeah. watching the Broncos and the Raiders, right. which I find good compelling. Game. It was a good game. Even though they're two bad teams with two coaches that are you know, on the very hottest of hot seats, yeah. even though I don't think Josh McDaniels is going anywhere, Nathaniel Hackett might only last the season. That I could, told that you could that happen. after week two, and you thought I was crazy. Well, no, no. The, the reason I think that it's possible is because when you get new owners – 
and they didn't hire this coach and they're ultra wealthy, they'll be like, why are we going to sit here and wait it out just because we're paying this guy a couple million bucks? A couple million bucks to us doesn't mean anything. But did you think I was being like hyperbolic when I said he's the worst head coach I've ever seen in a football game? Um, yeah. Yeah, I did. I thought you were being hyperbolic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I'm, I, you know, I'm telling you that I have never seen, dude, when I did the Denver Broncos Texans game week two, it was their home opener. They were booing them at the end of the first quarter. They were only like down like three. Well, they're bad. They're really bad. And uh, it doesn't help when you have a running back who fumbles the ball going well, they, in. They cut him already. So right. But yeah. I mean, this guy has how he many fumbles times? all the time. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, I think if you're Melvin Gordon and you're now out on the streets looking for a job, you got to find the right team. It's like, you know what we really need right now? Tell me, what do we need? We need the kind of running back that fumbles a lot right on the goal line going in. Do we do we have an available guy like that? Oh, Melvin Gordon's available. I don't That's want, the guy. I, you know, I, I'm a big uh, believer that fumbles. Now, a lot of it is bad luck, right? But sometimes it could also be a little mental, like you're holding it a certain way, like you're almost thinking too much about the way you're holding it. Um, even though I do feel the majority of it is bad luck, because he was he was a hell of a running back in college, and I don't re- recall him at Wisconsin having fumbling issues. I don't remember. And they were on either. national TV almost every week. I don't remember his Wisconsin career, like whether or not he had a big fumble problem. Guys had a case of fumbleitis since the day he walked into the NFL. By the way. Do you remember that car chase we did a couple weeks ago where the guy stole the um, the pickup truck yeah. with the um, the, the ramientas? Tools. The, the, yeah. the tools, yes, I called them in Spanish, the ramientas. Right. Um, I was translating. Yeah. The uh, the family yeah. um, raised did a GoFundMe right. because the car is like, you know, obviously it's trashed. Business. Yeah, it's yeah. trashed and it's mm-hmm. the whole business mm-hmm. and they've lost out on business. They've raised, this is why sometimes people are good. I'm watching mm-hmm. it right on, on the news right now. Go ahead. They've raised $100,000 for that family mm. to replace the vehicle and for all the lost wages. Yeah, and the tools that they got to replace right. and everything else. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that an cool. awesome story. That is great. That I'll is an extra what you need to know. I'll tell you what's not, I'll tell you what's not a great story, though. Yeah. Is back to the Rams for a second. Yeah. This Matthew Stafford thing, I, I really believe, George, is going to become a big issue for the Rams. And here's what I mean. Here's what you mean. Matthew Stafford, his new contract, he got an extension from the Rams. Yes, he did. It's a four-year extension There's, with $135 million right. guaranteed. And they can't get out really until 2025. Okay, so now we're in 2022. Correct. And the next three years, Matthew Stafford's going to go, I think it's 35, 36, 37-plus years old. Yeah. That's if I have his age right. I'm almost sure that I do. Yeah. And here's a guy who's getting hurt every week now concussed, which doesn't bode well for a guy in his mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. And I really think that the Rams rewarded Matthew Stafford for the amazing year he had yeah. and for the Super Bowl win, Right, but they weren't projecting forward. They were paying for what they'd already received. Right, And I think that the Rams, who are probably going to have to look for a major rebuild, could have really worked, they could have worked themselves into a corner with what I think today looks like a bad deal for Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think that's possible. Um, I believe that in sports, you have to pay for future performance, not past performance. And they paid for that past performance. The guy he was in Detroit, statistically, the guy he was last year playing through pain and getting them to the Super Bowl. And that's generally not the way you can do business in any sport, let alone football of all sports. Right. If you wanted to reward Kobe Bryant because of what he meant to the organization, that was one thing. If you wanted to reward Derek Jeter for what he meant to the Yankees, I understand that. 
but to reward Matthew Stafford for the one year that he had and not project into the future how he's going to get older and deal with injuries and so on, all I'm trying to say to you is, George, it is highly likely that the Rams are going to have to rebuild and it's going to take time. They're not likely just going to reload and be back in Super Bowl hunt next year. Not not looking like they are right now. Well, I don't know their cap situation intimately, so I don't know what that is like and what they can restructure and what they can move around and do all that stuff because there's also that... In the NFL, you can do that stuff fairly easily as opposed to the other sports. That is the one advantage you have in the NFL. But if you have a quarterback who's in his mid-30s, oh, I get who's it. now having a lot of problems staying healthy... But, but, but the offensive line's health... Um, Plays its role. Yeah, I, I think that part of it. I mean, you got what four, three, four guys on injured reserve on the offensive line. You know, the offensive line plays a role. Yeah, obviously the injuries in the wide receiving core plays a role. Yeah, but, but all I'm saying is he's going to be getting older. It, it is a, a valid point, no question about it. And I do believe that it 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 is something to keep an eye on. I don't think there's no que- there's any question. I don't know if I'm. Are, are you saying like it's over? Like that's it? Goodbye. They're done. I'm saying, well, first of all, this season right here, we all well, know. No, we know over. that, but we I'm saying like over. next year is over too. You're saying, I'm saying that um, they're going to be going from probably being a last place team from Super Bowl to last place and out of the playoffs, and then the following year, what are we going to do? List them as like the the odds on favorite to win because no. their offensive line is going to get healthy. No, but I'm just saying, like, are they like? I mean, in the NFL, the one thing you have is you can turn it around fairly quickly. We've seen teams go from worst to first all the time. That is absolutely true. But when you have a quarterback who's now getting up there in age... I get that. And, and you're stuck in but this if massive you can, contract... If you can protect him and you can run the actual football... Like What I think their problem is they've got the wrong offensive lineman, even when they were healthy. That, to me, is a much bigger indicator of what they're capable of doing um, than what the quarterback is capable of if he's upright. And by the way, we're only talking about the offensive side of the ball. Uh, the Rams' defense, for as great as it has been in the last few years, uh, watching them yesterday against New Orleans, Chris Olave is a rookie. He's a really good player, and he was a really good player at Ohio State, but he's a rookie. And a guy like Jalen Ramsey, who gets really upset when the defense has to go back out on the field when they've already thought they've done their job, gets burned for two touchdowns yesterday. Their defense doesn't look so great either. No, I mean, Aaron no. Donald is, well, is still I, I, like putting I think, pressure, but I, yeah. he's not getting there as much. I, I think a lot of that is just also like just wear and tear, and that defense is worn down. You know, like they had a good stretch for a few weeks, kind of like most recently, but yeah, they're just beat up at this point. Like they're out there all the time. <laughs> you know, like that's that's as big a problem as anything. I got to say, man, I, I put more time into the Raiders Broncos yesterday than I did into the Rams Saints. Yeah. And I was really disappointed. I, I thought the Rams could go down there and win that game. And then I watched it and I'm like, who are who who are these guys? Yeah. I mean, where did Tutu Atwell come back from? Uh thank God, because if not, that game would have been even uh more lopsided potentially. I don't even know he was still on the team. Yeah, well, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, you mentioned the Raiders. Now you wrote in our <laughs> show doc yeah. the Raiders are back. Oh, with, they're back, baby. With three, they are back. Three ex- exclamation points. Raiders are back. Okay, I'm curious to hear how they're back. Let's they're discuss back. that next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm what a loving song. you. What a song. The only thing I want to do. Still love Ario Speedwagon to this day. I don't want to sleep. I, I just want to keep on loving you. you. See, the thing is, now that I realize that we sing a cappella on the podcast, yeah. I want more. Mm. You know, because on the radio, it's nice. We sound great. We've got the music behind us. Yeah. Clearly, we're, we're very talented. Yeah. But uh, in a cappella on the podcast, apparently that is something to be heard. That's what I'm told, anyway. I'm told we're very, very good in a cappella. You know, we could have probably performed on one of those MTV Unplugged back in the day, you know? Yeah, I mean, if we could just get somebody to play guitar for us, you know, a small drum kit would be nice. You know, maybe a stand-up bass, an acoustic stand-up kind of bass, George. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we'd yeah, be good. I, I would think so. I think we'd be good. Yeah. No, you Laura, don't think does, so, Laura? Laura doesn't think so, no. You don't think so, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. <laughs> you guys entertain me, so that, I mean, that's good. And everybody else. I mean, you guys aren't great, but it's entertainment. You guys I'll, aren't you guys that, that bad. You guys are terrible, but no, not I mean that you're terrible. not terrible, but you're not great. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think sometimes that train wreck thing works. I mean, yeah. listen, when we were talking about cats, uh, you know, doing the deed, mm-hmm. you know, right? That you can't get that anywhere else. No, that's that's exclusive content to the Shadano and Cappy show. Singing though. Oh, oh, no, just, singing. just singing. Oh, well, then that's different. Yeah. Um, I want to get to the USC UCLA game, which Me was too. in. Incredible. I was Great like, game. I, I was calling a game while keeping one eye on it the entire time, which was very difficult to do. But nonetheless, uh, I do want to get to that in a second because it was, I, I mean, might be if I had to, maybe I feel biased here, right? But I think it could have been the game of the year. Like, in any, I'm talking about any teams out there. there. There's always like a handful of college football games that are like out of this world. That one qualifies on a given season for me. But. Let's finish with the Raiders. Why are they back with three exclamation points? Because oh, I was on. curious when I come saw on. this. Come on. You know the Raiders are back. Uh, you know that the Raider Nation got to believe that the Raiders are back now. I mean, okay, think about it. Yeah, we got shut out by New Orleans 24 to nothing. And yeah, we lost to Jacksonville 27-20. And okay, fine. Even the Colts beat us on the first weekend of Jeff Saturday's coaching career. So we lost three straight games. But inside the division... When everybody was thinking we were about to fall apart, when there was talk about whether or not Josh McDaniel should be should should remain on as head coach, should Derek Carr be part of the future? It was Devontae Adams going to perform up to what he was in Green Bay. All of a sudden, on the road in the division, you win that kind of a game in a walk off in overtime. Come on, George, the Raiders are back, and you know it. Yeah, they're back to like the 12 seed. Well, uh, that's better than the 14 seed where they they might have been. <laughs> I saw somebody, they figured out that they had a, the Raiders had a 1% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, and now they have a 3% chance. They have tripled yes. their opportunity they to have. be in the postseason. They have done that. They yes. are now 3% yeah. to make it into the postseason. Yeah. I will say this, though, to, to lose the way they had been losing three straight and to get a division win on the road the way they did it, um, I'm impressed because I didn't think the Raiders, I thought they would completely spiral out of control. I give him a lot of credit for getting it together this week and getting that win. Well, it also shows you how bad the Broncos are. Well, I mean, the Broncos are just, I mean, they're, they're terrible. 
You fumble a ball going in at the two-yard line. Awful. Yeah. Just terrible. You have and Russell Wilson completely mismanaged the clock at the end of that game. Russell Wilson's contract is as bad for the Broncos as Matthew Stafford's oh, is now I for the Rams. worse because they're paying him, I believe, way more. Yeah, it's like 200-plus million. Yeah. Yeah. Disaster. Yeah. Not good. Yep. Everybody thought the AFC West was going to be the best division in football. It was actually the AFC East right now. Yeah. The Chiefs are really good. Everybody else is very mediocre. Yeah. In fact, worse than mediocre. It's wild, man. It's wild. weird, wacky, wild stuff. Yeah. So the Raiders, the Raiders should just trade Derek Carr. Like the Jets are like begging for someone like Derek Carr right now. I feel like could be like this offseason. If I'm, I don't even know. I know the guy that came from New England. That's the Raiders general manager. That guy. Mm-hmm. You need to pick up the phone and call the Jets general manager and be like, "Hey, Derek Carr." You guys have a ready-made team. You've got a couple of running young running backs that are good, even though Brees Hall got hurt and he won't be back till next year. That kid looked amazing this year. And guys come back from ACL injuries all the time now. It's like not a death sentence like it was 15 or 20 years ago. And they've got multiple backs, I mentioned, multiple receivers that are good. They've got a defense that's incredible. If you're Derek Carr, that could be your Joe Flacco situation, you know, when Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl because he had the perfect team around him in Baltimore. I just don't know if Derek Carr is the guy. Like, if I'm the Jets, am I like, we're Derek Carr away? Like, the Rams were, I mean, this is a proven fact, they were a Matthew Stafford away. Yeah. If they hadn't won the Super Bowl, they'd have been like, yeah, did we do the right thing? I don't know. Stafford's kind of getting older. He's hurt a lot now. You know, Jared Goff, you know, maybe. Yeah, but this Zach Wilson kid is terrible, dude. Well, I mean, listen, I never understood it from the beginning. I didn't either. He's small and he always gets hurt. Seems like he's got a lot of other things on his mind in the offseason than just playing football, too. Well, I mean, allegedly. Sounds like his mom's got a lot of hot friends. Allegedly. Well, at least that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, are the Raiders back? I just wanted to talk to all the Raider fans, because I know that the Raider fans get upset with us, George, when we don't pick the Raiders to win on Friday. Right, Fridays. but we, don't, we have not picked them very much, and we've been successful at that. Yeah, but I was unsuccessful this week because I took Denver. What did Michael pick? Oh, that's a good question, because Michael picked for you on Friday. Right. Let me look it up here. Because I, I, I may or may not have actually won in real life um, with the Cowboys, because I felt like that was the easiest pick on the board. I don't know if that was one of our games that you guys picked. But. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I think that was the first game that we picked. Because Minnesota coming off like a monster win in like overtime with everything going right for them and you know imploding for Buffalo and the craziest game of the weekend last weekend and then Dallas being embarrassed by blowing a 14 point lead in the fourth quarter I felt like that was like the perfect confluence of events to have a Dallas victory so you want to know what happened Michael picked Minnesota we all picked Minnesota except for Michael he picked the Cowboys and that, and that was his five <laughs> good oh it's great because I remember my buddy who plays in a pool, he's like, I, I, I need to pick one last game like for my pool, right? And um, for, you know, jelly beans. And um, I said to him, take the Cowboys. Like, for that same reason, I'm like, the Cowboys are going to win. I, they're going to win big. I don't know how big. I thought it was going to be like big, like 10 points or 14 points. You didn't think it was going to be 37? No, huh? I did not. I told him, yeah, they're going to win by like two touchdowns or something. But they're not, you know, because I don't think Minnesota's that good, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, he like texted me at halftime. He's like, thank you. Good call. Yeah. So good job, Michael. All right. Michael knows his football. Not really, but he's good. He claims to. He says that that's all he watches. Uh, He did say Lamar Jackson would be an MVP out of college. I'll give him that. 
Now, he also said Christian McCaffrey would be incredible, too, which he's been good, but I don't know about incredible. I think he'd be incredible if he didn't get hurt all the Correct. time. Correct, and I think that's part of the problem. The biggest ability is availability. You like that I'm one? I'm going to put that on a t shirt. Hold on a second. I got to write that one <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. That, just one's like going, the, that one's going on a t shirt. That's going baby. in the merch store. Yeah, the yeah best baby. The predictor of future injury is past injury. Right. You already you, have you that one. You sell them both list. together. Yeah. No, no, you know It's no, like no, a two I'm, for one. No, no, better yet. I'm putting one on the front and one on the back. Oh, there you go. You know? Look at Super. that. That's right. Yeah. These are going to make great Christmas gifts, everybody. If you're a Sedano fan and you have all the Sedano phrases on t shirts, these are great Christmas gifts for everybody. <laughs> you know what, Cappy? Yeah. I actually thought of making a t shirt for you for tell Christmas. Me. Tell me. No, I'm not going to tell you what it says. Oh. I, I was like that. I was talking to Christian. I was like, that should be Cappy's present. No, you should make a t shirt. Cappy, you're, I mean, <laughs> O'Shea gave you the t shirt, untitled document. Untitled document. It's is basically hilarious. the screen of your computer. Like a laptop or a computer, when you open up uh, the Word yep. at Word document thing, and at the top it says "Untitled Document" on the left hand upper left hand corner. I wish I would have gotten it sooner because it's really really funny. Yeah. Now that I know it, it's funny. But yeah. if I would have gotten it from the beginning, it would have even been funnier. Yeah. Um, you can use like the icon of like the paper mm-hmm. with the little corner folded yeah. in right? the top. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it I just like says it, and that's what you should do. Yeah. Be careful. Don't get sued though on any of that stuff. Don't make it look like Microsoft or anything. Yeah. Like that. Be careful with that. You know that. Um, you know that. I just haven't. I just had a new T-shirt come out recently. I had a merch drop. George, are you familiar with merch drops? No. Yeah. Well, that's what the cool kids call them. And I had a merch drop because my daughters all wanted Slay Queen T-shirts. Now, would you rock a Slay Queen T-shirt, George? Sure. Why not? Yeah. In pink too. Yeah. It'd be so dope. So dope. Slay Queen. Yeah. Laura, that's got you written all over it. No, no. You don't <laughs> like a Slay Queen? And then you and then what you do is you get Christian, you get the boo, you get him one that says, Hey King. So now you two walk around Disneyland, he's got Hey King. Just gonna say you've where got Disney. Slay Queen. <laughs> right. Okay, I saw the coolest shirt yesterday at Disneyland. The guy was wearing one that said um, in quotes, right? Hey, let's wear matching shirts together. And then at the end goes dot dot dot. Said no guy ever. Oh, and I was like, wow. that's a good one because you know most guys. I'm like, fair Don't point. Yeah. I saw a guy with a t-shirt yesterday, and on the back it was plain on the front. And on the back it said, "I am Mr. Effer Pants." Effer spelled out. What? With, that sounds yeah. dumb. My, yeah, I dumb. I am Mr. Effer Pants, and so he's got his back to me, and I'm starting to yell, and I'm going, "Yo, Mr. Effer Pants, yo Effer Pants." Yo, what up, Mr. Pants? And he's like right in front of me. And then he realized I was talking to him. He turned around, we high-fived. I'm like, I love your t-shirt, dude. Mr. Pants. So Didn't clearly, even ask him his real name. Just was, wanted to call him Mr. Pants. I was going to say, clearly it wasn't like an inside joke. He was super well aware of because he didn't turn around and answer to it. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know that's what his deal dumb, was. That's a dumb t-shirt. Mr. Pants? I think so. Yeah. I agree. It sounds dumb. It's but we don't know the joke. I mean, I wouldn't have worn it, but he did. Uh, all right. Well, you know what's not dumb? Radio Tinder. It's award-winning, as a matter of fact. You know it. And we're going to do that next. I would love to. I would love to call you maybe. Very catchy song, though. Call me maybe. How about Goldie Hawn, 77 years old? Here's my number. Goldie. So call me maybe. You got a favorite Goldie Hawn? super into this song. I don't think I've ever seen her this into a song. It's got a snappy beat. I remember I used to... She was even doing the shoulder shimmy when she was singing. I like this song because it reminds me of when I used to cover the Indians games, and Jason Kipnis used this as his walk-up song. Cleveland alert. Yep, Cleveland alert. Only took me two hours to get to one. Not bad. Not bad. One hour, 52 minutes. That is not bad. Oh, Lane Kiffin has responded on Twitter. I mean, it's almost like he was listening to the show. Oh, man, he must have been. What do you say? John... Who is this guy that tweeted it? Hold on. I thought it's Lane Kiffin. No, no, the guy who tweeted the report that you were talking about. John Sokoloff 
Who does he work for? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So so basically, John Sokoloff, he's WCB. Yeah, he's News an AP guy. Yeah, in Mississippi State. Right. He tweeted out that he is reporting breaking. Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach Friday and head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach, according to sources. Wow. And then Lane Kiffin responded to him on Twitter that that's said, news, "That's news to me." To me. <laughs> Literally four minutes ago. <laughs> Wow. And then he put the little devil, the blue devil emoji, and yeah. then the chair and the dinner, and then the, the cross with the extra. Yeah, the red circle <laughs> with it. You imagine the press conference later this, this week, they're amazing. like, Lane, what, what was this whole thing about? That was news to you. He's like, yeah, it was. This is amazing. Yeah, I just found out about it, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Auburn's offering me $10 million a year, so I took, took the job. It was news to me. I, I didn't mean, know. How often is an AP guy wrong? Like not that, never not that often. Not that no, there, there, they, are they there have stats? to double source. They have to double source. Do we keep stats on AP? Well, he may not be an AP guy anymore, though. As I'm looking here, that's very much further down his like bio. Um, it says he's WCIB whatever in he, minute. Right. It he's says, a sports director. Yeah, at, AP yeah. award winning journalist, as in he might have worked for the AP previously, but uh, not the case anymore. He's a Heisman voter. I mean, there's a lot of people that are Heisman voters. What does voters. Heisman voter mean? Yeah, that means nothing. I don't know. I'm just trying to say that this guy having this report should be credible. That's all. Um, but I, I just, I always wonder, like, when a guy in the opposite, like, the rival school city, like, in this case, Starkville, um, is, like, reporting something. Not to dis, dis, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to disparage, like, the local news people, but it's like, nowadays with breaking news, I'm not saying it's it's not Im- impossible for like the small local reporter to get it even and I'm talking about even in big cities. Um, but generally speaking, we're getting most of our news from the same people, right? Are we not in sports? Yeah. Right, mm. it's Woj, it's Schefter, it's Sham, Shams. But college it's, football, uh, I Jeff feel like it's different. Well, what was that guy in a few a few Pete months Thamel. back? What what was the guy's name in like the San Jose Mercury something? Or oh other? no, John Wilner. That guy's been covering the Pac-12 forever. So right. that guy is like super duper like triple OG. You know? Yeah, maybe. But like for me, I actually did not know who he was right. when he first had the report about the Pac-12 yeah. and about USC and UCLA. Yeah. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, why is a guy in the I don't know Sacramento area? You know, why is he getting this story about these two L.A. schools? But he was right, obviously. Now it'll be interesting to see, yeah. is this guy right? Yeah. And, is well, Lane the, Kiffin the, taken off? The difference, like, it, with Wilner, and with all due respect to this Sokoloff guy, um, with Lane Kiffin, I mean, Wilner had, has the most listened to Pac-12 podcast in America. Like, he's, like, super-duper connected. I'm not suggesting he's not. I'm no, just but saying what I'm saying is this guy, this guy may not be, is my point. Like, I'm Sokoloff. Not, yeah, I, he's not... I, there's no way he's as connected as Wilner was in the Pac-12, is my point. I once broke a piece of news that, like, that was probably... I'm pretty sure that's the only piece of news I ever broke, and it was a huge deal. What was it? What it, was it? It yeah. was back when um, the Indians traded for Trevor Bauer. They traded the Diamondbacks for him. It was a long time ago. It was probably 10 years ago at least. And once the Cleveland Dam breaks, it just breaks. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that was a big piece of news (laughs) at the time. Now that was funny, Gabby. I mean, it just happens, you know? It's kind of like... Sorry, I was a little late on that. Yeah. 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 Uh, So anywho, Dodgers real quick. Speaking of baseball. um, So I saw Blake wrote a story in his substack today about... Balake. Yeah, Balake. Go to his substack, Blake Harris. Great Dodger news there. Now, who was the person that initially reported the Aaron Judge thing to uh, the Dodgers? Sokoloff? No, it wasn't Sokoloff. <laughs> now, that would be fascinating. That's a good one, Cappy. Yeah. Good. Wait, hang on. 
Yeah. So anyway, somebody. Re- yeah, Come on, Lynn. A little faster. Sorry, I'm, on, you know, it's, it's a little bit hard. It moved it a little further away from the screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get your it, drum set closer, please. So I think it was John Heyman. That oh, said, John Heyman. Yeah, of he reported Network. that yeah. they're they're like definitely in on. Well, it makes sense, and Balake broke this down on his Substack, Blake Harris. And he talked about when you look at Cody Bellinger not being on the payroll anymore and all these other guys who are not on the payroll. I know Justin Kimbrell, Turner. Right. I mean, Anderson went down to yeah. the Angels. Justin Turner for now, right? Like David Price. Yeah. So they've got more money to put themselves in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. And apparently this Mookie Betts thing to second base is like real. Like he's like, yeah, if you get Aaron Judge, I'll move. Pretty selfless thing by Mookie. But I'll tell you, man, he's he. we saw him play a little bit of second base this year. And as great as he is defensively in the outfield and as much of a gun as he has out there in right field, um, he's he came up as a second baseman. He's still a very good second baseman. Yeah. And talk about a team guy. But, I mean, then again, it's like they've already paid me, so whatever. I just want to win. By the way, Jim Jim Bowden also said that. Jim Bowden, the former GM. Yeah. Yeah. He also said that they're a real threat to offer a deal that could persuade Judge to leave the Yankees. Wow. Hear that? Wow. 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 I don't have it on my hotkeys. I think so. it could happen. I mean, I really do. I, I, wouldn't, put it, I wouldn't put it out of uh, the realm of possibility. It would be, I would love to see it. I think, like, the Yankee fans will lose their God-forsaken minds. Well, oh, right. Yes. How, could, how, could, how could we, the Yankees, get beaten for our guy? By anybody. Right. But the Dodgers? Right. And I'm not saying it's, it's like, you know, the Celtics versus the Lakers. But there's a lot of history. But when you're the Yankees, you don't think when it comes to money, you'll ever lose to anybody. But I'm not saying that everything is about money for Judge. He might want to be back in California. You know, people say the Giants because they he say he's Northern California. He is not really like exactly San Francisco or Bay Area guy. But what if he wanted to come back to California? He's like, the Dodgers give me the best chance to win, plus they can pay me the most money. Yeah. I'll do that. Andrew Friedman. Pay that man his money. Let's go. Isn't, aren't the taxes way higher here than anywhere else? I don't know about New York. I don't no, know. No, I would say they're fairly close. Probably comparable. Yeah, yeah good point. they're fairly close. Because if you live in New York City, you also get city tax. So it's almost the same thing. It's basically the same thing. Hmm. I mean, really, you should be thinking about like Florida and, or Texas. And these guys are, you know, the, the granted, they have 81 home games, but they're getting taxed in every place they play. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. But if you have. If you pay, if you play like in a non-state tax, like Florida or Texas, then yeah, you can make that work. But if you play, if better. you play in the American League, you're not going to play the Dodgers as much, right? Well, it depends on uh, interleague play. Oh, they, I guess you're right. They could play them anyway. I'm just kidding. Forget yeah. what I said. And, yeah, you play the Angels anyway. All right, coming up next, UCLA, USC, how it all shakes down in the Pac-12. What is next, and how Caleb Williams is the best player I've ever laid my eyes on at that position. Next. 